Hello, everyone. Welcome to Beyond Sunday at Bethlehem, a podcast created to go beyond the Sunday service experience at Bethlehem Church, exploring some of the deeper questions of our faith, offering additional content from behind the scenes from the cutting room floor. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Angela Buckland, and as always, I am beyond excited to host today's episode. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Sunday. We are here with the discipleship team. We are going to be talking about groups. We've just kicked off another group semester. Fall groups have begun, and we're so excited. We've got some really cool statistics, Mm -hmm. some good numbers, and we also want to talk about what you can do to get the most out of your group this semester. So Mm -hmm. who wants to kick us off? Aaron, why don't you tell us how many groups do do we have at Bethlehem Church for, for the fall? Yeah. Um, so we have 150 semester groups. So wow. semesters, mm. we have a fall semester of groups, of course, and a spring semester of groups. Mm-hmm. So those would classify themselves as a semester group. There's 150 of those. All in all, we have about 175 groups. And um, within those signups for this semester, we were approaching about 1,900 people in a group, Woo-hoo. which is, That's incredible. Is, is pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. And then one of the one of the statistics that I love to see is our people stepping into leadership, yeah. people taking a next step. And so this semester we have about 250 leaders, which wow. is That's incredible. Awesome. And um, their stories are awesome. Mm-hmm. God's just done amazing work in their life, and I'm so glad to have the leaders that we have this semester. Yeah, so I think that's great. I'm excited about it. Not just because we know the difference that groups make in people's lives. Mm -hmm. And part of the reason for doing this podcast is the idea that we know that God just tends to do things when we are able to sit in circles and talk about what's going on. Mm -hmm. But the question of what if we all came expecting God to do something incredible Mm -hmm. this semester? What if we, what what would it look like if we all went in there with an attitude that, Hey, let's make this the best semester it could be Mm -hmm. and just ask God to do some things that only he could do. And then Practically, what does that look like for us? So that's kind of the idea behind this podcast that we would we're excited about it, and we know everybody else is, um, but we also realize that if you you get out of it what you put into it, right. so what would it look like to put in something worthwhile into these groups this semester and just to see what God's going to do? How would you approach it? So let's mm-hmm. just kind of brainstorm that for a few minutes. Yeah. yeah. Now, Aaron, you kind of came up with some like if you approach it with like a like a covenant or a, like a I mean I'll, yeah. I will or I, I will commit. Uh, it might kind of help us as members and group leaders to be able to take that commitment and own it. So. Yes. Yeah. Like um, when I was just thinking, our a lot of times we approach something as to how we feel yeah. and then by how we feel, then we respond with how we act. So I say we just approach it as what will we commit to? Mm-hmm. And so these were just um, seven commitments that I was thinking through of how to have a transformational group experience. Yeah. And these are nothing new. These are things that we've taken from different discussions that we've had in the past and just, I don't know, our own, you know, experience within small groups and leadership. Yeah. So, and I the like, first one, I guess. We yeah. Can start the first there. one is, I, and Kevin kind of mentioned it, um, I, you know, I will enter with a, what can I give perspective? Um, you know, you get what you put, uh, you get out what you put into it. So that's really cool. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, I think a lot of times we uh, we'll enter into a group, and we just talk about this with church in general and things that we, I don't know, just things that we encounter in general is like uh, I didn't get so much out of that. 
mm-hmm. hope that next time that I can have an experience where I, I get more out of it. And, you know, we don't all the time use that language, but a lot of times that's how we approach things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. That's how we right? feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And so maybe uh, just stepping into the semester, initially starting with, okay, what can I give over what can I get mm, yeah. and have people, I guess, at the center of our mm-hmm. thoughts. Like mm-hmm. there's going to be people, real life, real life people in these groups. And so what, what can I give mm-hmm. instead of what can I get? So, mm-hmm. and to take it, uh, scripture, uh, how can I serve instead of how can I be served? Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I've, we've all been to groups where we've approached it that way, where we've, we've gone into the group going, okay, I hope this is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I hope I'm going to learn something. And mm-hmm. This that idea of what if what if that wasn't God's plan for you this semester? I, of course, I want to grow, and I want everybody yeah. that goes to a group to grow. But what if God's desire for you was that you give mm-hmm. more than you take this mm-hmm. semester? And that's why you're so important to this group. Like that's when right. you sign up for these groups, we don't believe that it's. We believe there's some providence of God in all this. We mm-hmm. believe we're making choices, but we also believe that God, when He has certain people in groups, it's for a reason. And mm-hmm. so, what if the reason is not so I can so mm-hmm. He can feed us? but so they can use us to impact other people. Mm. Yes. That's good. Absolutely, yeah. So I've gained the most sometimes through my group experience, um, through, a, through a participant in the group, been encouraged more by a participant in the group, mm-hmm. been called to another level of my walk in Christ because of a, a participant in the group, and they might not even know it. Right. Right? Yeah. So that, that word's for the participant, for the yeah. person who signs up. So that's good. So you go into the group looking for ways that you can encourage others as opposed to just what am I going to get out of this? Mm -hmm. I agree. I've had the same thing happen where I've got more out of the group after it was over or before it started than actually the teaching content that wasn't bad. Yeah, Mm -hmm. It's just what I needed and what God had me there for was a conversation before or after Mm -hmm. where someone, like you said, probably didn't even realize it, Mm -hmm. but they were encouraging me Mm -hmm. and that's what I needed that time. So to go in it with who can I encourage or who can I... Who, how can I make an impact on the people that are here tonight? Realizing mm-hmm. that everybody, just like me, has been to work all day. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them didn't want to come. Mm-hmm. Some of their kids just pitched a fit because they didn't want to stay at home or they didn't want to eat dinner or you know, you fight with your spouse on the way to the group or whatever it is mm-hmm. or you run out of gas. Just We don't know what everybody's been through. Yeah. But as we, as we look at it and say, what can I give and, and see people the way Jesus sees them, that's a different perspective yes. for us. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I think, too, having the mindset, even if you're not leading the group, like you can still encourage other people Mm -hmm. in different ways, whether that's, like Kevin said, talking to someone after the group or relating to someone say, hey, I've been there, too, by just being honest with them Mm -hmm. and making people feel like they're not alone in the struggles they're going through. Yeah. And I think if you take that perspective initially to start with and commit to that, Mm -hmm. then you'll end up getting more than you Right. And you'll find those moments to encourage if you have that. Yeah. At the beginning. So I think if you start with that first one of I will enter with a what can I give perspective over what can I get, these these next few, they, they kind of build off of that. The mm-hmm. second one that That's you right. put down there, Aaron, was that I will prioritize the group. Mm-hmm. Explain yeah. what you mean by that. Yeah. Uh, so what I was thinking was that what people truly want will win out. And so, you know, mm-hmm. we'll do what we really want to do. And mm-hmm. so if we, if we want a great group experience, then I guess the initial part of that is showing up. Yeah. <laughs> like showing up and, uh, and coming back, and that's another commitment. But, um, but just prioritizing that this group, I do believe, will, will, will add to my walk with Christ. And therefore, uh, it's going to take priority in how I schedule my mm-hmm. next couple of weeks, my next several weeks. Um, I think that's 
where we start off at a bad foot. We try to add maybe our time and group or things of faith into an already crazy busy schedule. And everybody's busy. Um, but we try to somehow plug that in there mm-hmm. instead of saying, hey, I'm going to let some of these things that's going to build my faith and help my walk with Christ lead. I'm going to take let, let these stand as a priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kevin, I'm reminded of uh, your me- your message that you just preached a couple Sundays ago um, <clears throat> about the uh, the sermon illustration that you gave about the mailbox and you hit what you focus on. <laughs> yeah, we drive towards what we focus on. I was there thinking the same thing when he was saying that. So if you go to a group, Mm-hmm. And you're focused on the negative and what you didn't get out of, or you're focused that that's what you're going to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if yeah. you go in looking for what is Jesus up to and how can I join him mm-hmm. and focus on that, then you're going to see that. I think I, again, I go back to what we said a little a few minutes earlier with this idea of prioritizing the group. There have been and this is just confession time. <laughs> there's been lots of times I shouldn't say lots. There's been some times <laughs> that Darla and I and leading the group are going. Oh, we got to lead our group again tonight. <laughs> um, and yeah. if you're leading it, you really can't back out of it. But if you're attending the group, it gets pretty easy just to yeah. not make it a priority. How do you do that? I think you start out and have a conversation. If it's, if you're going with your spouse, with your spouse, if you're going, if you're going to be in a group of guys or a group of ladies, you have a conversation with one of those people that you trust and say, "This is going to be a priority for me, and I need your help in that." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just have that conversation that I'm tired. I, I can think of a number of events that that Darla or I've been to that we go, okay, I really don't want to go. And then we come home, we go, I'm so glad that I went. I was going to say that 10 times out of 10, that is what we, I mean, every single time we have that, oh, do we really want to go? We could just stay home. We're tired. All of those things, all those excuses that we try to come up with. And then we go and then we're like, man, I'm so glad, so glad that we went every time. There's never been not a time where we're like, man, we should have just stayed at home. (laughs) You go ahead and make up your mind on the front end what it's going to look like. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to be committed. We're yeah. going every week. I think too, I think prioritizing maybe for someone who is uh, about to jump in for the first time mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. to attend a group, maybe uh, the commitment to lower expectations. Hmm. Like in other words, hmm. listen, we're all messy people. Mm-hmm. The leaders in the groups, we're, mm-hmm. they're messy people. We're yeah. all messy people. So, um, Let's lower the expectations a little bit and yeah. not hold somebody to a mm-hmm. a perfection standard. Mm-hmm. I can just see myself in a couple of groups going in, and I'm like, this teacher, yeah. this teacher's <laughs> going to be subpar. This group leader, I just don't know. This teacher, yeah. you know, what are they going to, you know? But to just go, hey, listen, let's just give ourselves to the process yeah. and mm-hmm. do it in community and let God do what he wants to do. So if there's any bubbles that need to be popped and just... Mm-hmm. You know, expectations. Like, listen, it's yeah, not going to be perfect. Bust the myth. <laughs> but commit to it early. Give yourself to it, and let God do what He wants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to that point, Dustin, to the whole, to the point of groups is doing life, doing church mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And that is that's why we do what we do, mm-hmm. and that's why we prioritize groups so much here at Bethlehem Church. Is that you cannot do your Christian walk in isolation. Mm-hmm. You just can't. Yeah. And we need each other uh, mm-hmm. to you know, help each other grow, to disciple one another. Um, that's, I mean, that's our call as Christians. So it's, uh, we, groups are a vital yes. part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Pastor Jeremy from our Oconee campus um, had a point a couple of weeks ago that I thought was really great. He said um, that you're too busy to not prioritize small groups because mm-hmm. you're going to look back on your life in 10 years and realize you missed out hmm. on the community that would have helped you in the whole yeah. time. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I keep going back to that of like, 
I have a tendency to say, oh, I'm so busy. Like, how am I going to fit this all in? But I really am too busy to not make yeah. community and not make groups and not make mm-hmm. relationships with other believers a priority. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I had that's a cool great. text from one of my friends. She joined a Thursday night small group and she's mm-hmm. like, my schedule is busy and she was going back mm-hmm. and forth. But then she texted me, I cleared my calendar and have it on my oh, calendar for awesome. every Thursday to be a group. And I thought that was a good reminder. Whether you're leading or in a group, that priority yeah. that you can choose now that you're going to clear your calendar, like Aaron said, and make that like make your calendar around those important things. Yes. So that's very good. Because we can do it. We just can easily make excuses, but we can also make time if we choose to do it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Very good. So So, that leads us to the, we've, we've kind of talked around making it a priority that leads us to the next one. Kind of, we've kind of talked about it as well that I will keep coming back. Yep. It's on the calendar. (laughs) So you got to keep coming back. That's a, (laughs) don't uh, take it off the calendar. Right. That's just recurring old statement of recovery and uh, being involved in recovery groups um, one of the, one of the, one of the commitments was I'll keep coming back and I will, um, I will, even despite the way that I feel Mm. week after week after week, I will give my journey the benefit of the doubt. Mm. And because I think what happens is people say, well, it's not really that important. Mm. Like I didn't experience this great, uh, transformational moment this week. So how am I going to, uh, experience that next mm-hmm. week instead of just saying, I'm going to show up and I'm going to go at, at the, at the spirit's pace, God's pace mm-hmm. here. And I'm going to give my journey the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, That's really good. So I don't know if this is, it's, this is an old statistic, but one that I grew up with where people said, if you, if you miss church once, it's okay. Um, if you miss twice in a row, um, you've about you're about to create a habit three mm-hmm. times missing a Sunday in a row, and you've, you're out of the habit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so the same thing. I mean, we're asking, you know, we do semesters, so we're looking at mm-hmm. twelve weeks, mm-hmm. and it may feel like a big commitment. But what we realize is that it it, it gets easier and easier every time you miss. Yeah. So mm-hmm. just commit to coming back. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep, that's good stuff. So the the next point, Aaron, I I, I love this is I will be real. And we talk a lot about this. We um, we did the Cure for Groups last mm-hmm. year, talked a lot about, uh, we w- worked through the book, The Cure for Groups by Robbie Engel. And um, and this was a big topic in yeah. that book is vulnerability. And that word might be a little touchy-feely, might seem a little too <laughs> mushy for some folks, but it's about being transparent mm-hmm. with your struggles, with your victories, just yes. being real and not putting on a mask. And uh, And that's, why is that so important? Yeah. How does that help build connections? Well, I, I think we can take it from this angle that, that comfort is not really going to produce transformation That's in right. the life of a person. Mm. But authenticity will. And mm. so we have the opportunity to choose authenticity over comfort with others. And uh, I believe when we do that, there's a special kind of fellowship happens where God meets us there. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we And if we don't, we... <laughs> I, I, what I've experienced is I miss out on what God wants to do. Yeah. Right. What he might want to do uh, through a conversation or a group gathering. And who knows, like maybe my authenticity will open up the opportunity yes. for somebody else. That's so good. Yeah. Right. To say, oh, well, mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know that they were struggling that way. I didn't know it was a challenge mm-hmm. in that way. Yeah. And I I bet we all have stories where that's happened. Either we've shared in a group and we we were transparent or someone else was transparent and it opened up the door for other people Mm -hmm. to say, oh man, I'm Mm -hmm. not alone. I Mm -hmm. I thought that was just me. Somebody else is, you know, it's it's comforting to know that we're not alone Mm -hmm. and that brings people together. 
Yeah, yeah. And no one's going to push you in the group to share things you don't want to share. Right. I've right. never been in a Ever. I'm sure that it's happened, but I've never been in a group, um, you know, a, a Bethlehem group. Right. Where, you're not where leaving somebody, until you tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, you're in the seat stuff. right now. Hot seat, hot seat. Um, so, again, I mean, I, I, it's probably happened somewhere mm-hmm. in the past, but I think also giving people the benefit of the doubt, um, you know, they're not going to push you to share something you're not comfortable with sharing. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to, as you do that, I, I, I love this idea of being vulnerable. And I've seen a lot of positive things out of it. I also realize that when we're vulnerable for, for when we're vulnerable, there's a tendency for someone else to go, Oh yeah, well let me tell you what happened to me. And we want to start one up in people. Sure. And so sure. when you have like we go back to the very first point of that I'm gonna enter it with a what can I give perspective. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sometimes mm-hmm. what you can give when someone is being vulnerable, you can just listen. Yep. Yeah. And That's you it. can just say, Man, I've had some similar struggles and, and let your night be to share at a different time and not tonight. That's not you being inauthentic. That's just letting someone share, acknowledging that that you realize they're being vulnerable and they're being real. And now you you, uh, can identify with that. Mm -hmm. And that's as helpful as you sharing your story sometimes. Mm -hmm. And then the next week coming back and saying, you know, you talked about that here. Let me tell you what I've been through, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but maybe Mm -hmm. not, not in the same moment so that those people Mm -hmm. who are trying to be vulnerable and being real have an opportunity to have some room for God to work in what they're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it in in the terms of like, you're giving, you're giving people freedom to be themselves and to open up. And uh, when you do that and lead the way, other people will too. That's a scary moment. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, I was just going to say, and for the leaders uh, who are listening, the leader's perspective, uh, mm-hmm. To navigate those moments, mm-hmm. it's fun yeah. being a part of that and creating culture. Yeah, mm-hmm. not being scared. You know, it's okay if if people are vulnerable. Yeah, go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the same thing Pastor Jason has said recently. Uh, you know, with getting in the the canoe and rowing versus mm-hmm. putting the sail up in the wind. Mm-hmm. You know, let mm-hmm. God do what He wants to do in those moments. Mm-hmm. That's very yeah. good. Yeah. The next one, I will commit to God's word as the foundation. Uh, that's, that's important. That's huge. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think probably, you know, I mean, they're all important, but this one is mm-hmm. incredibly important because mm-hmm. I think if we don't have God's word as a foundation, mm-hmm. then essentially it's just, it's just any other group. Mm-hmm. I think if we have God's word as the foundation, mm-hmm. then we're, 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 uh, our group, we're building our group on the foundation of truth. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause we, I mean, we can get into those moments to where, uh, we're talking a lot about our, our feelings mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the feelings can lead the way on, on, on the principles that are shared within the group right. and, and the next step and then the next steps that we're taking. And, uh, a lot of times, you know, the truth doesn't align with our feelings yeah. mm-hmm. and that's just, that's, that's just, right. you know, that's just the, the honest truth. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there are times that it, that it will, but there are times that it doesn't. And so when we get to that point where, you know, the truth, uh, our feelings are not aligning with the truth. Well, what are we going to do about that? Mm-hmm. You know, are, are, are we going to be willing to, to step into that place that's uncomfortable and to say that, no, we're going we're gonna to rest on the absolute truth, yeah. even despite the fact that it's not comfortable to yeah. us. Yeah, and ask the question, well, what does God's word, when we come up to an obstacle or we come up to a, a problem in our group, we'll say, well, what does God's word say mm-hmm. about that? That's yeah. always a really good you know, yes. uh, let's go back to that. Let's go back to what God's word says. Yep. And we've got some solid leaders who are committed to that. Mm-hmm. They're Good. committed to uncovering, you know, what the Bible actually meant when it was written. Yeah. And, and, and then, you know, 
in, in light of that, it it means what it's always meant, right? Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. going to change its it's not going right. to change its meaning. It changes its context in mm-hmm. our time, but it's not going to change uh, the meaning. It's never going to mean something that it didn't mean then. And our our leaders are uh, are committed to that. Yeah, we have a lot of great leaders that dig into the truth. Yeah, and yeah, the, the warning is in the culture we live in. We put our faith in our feelings, mm-hmm. and yeah. so to put our faith in something other than our feelings is very countercultural. Mm-hmm. And what we're saying is, your feelings aren't the right object for your faith. Right. Yeah. God's word is the right object for your I faith. And if we put our faith in, in God's word, that's the right object, and that's the truth, and we can act on that basis yeah. act versus acting on our feelings. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Casey and I so uh, I was just about to say that. Uh, yeah, you want to tell them the story? Yeah, so we me and Angela got the opportunity to go um jump into a ladies group one night and they just had a lot of questions about you name it, they had a question about yeah. it. And it was really cool to see a lot of there was a lot of hard questions. Yes. And a lot of things that they could have just had feelings about and mm-hmm. they're like, No, we want the truth about it. Mm-hmm. And we were able to come in and pull out scripture and go through scripture with them uh, because they didn't know the answers to them and Leaders, you may not always know the answers, and yeah. that's okay. Um, but knowing, like, we can go to the Word and find the truth in that. Yeah. And it's going to be hard conversations, and people may come in and not know or be dealing with things that you don't know, or they don't know what Scripture says about it. But you have such a cool opportunity to point them to that, and they can look back and say, wow, I did, I was able to to, to learn that and to grow in that. So. Yeah, and I was yeah. so, uh, we Casey and I both were so impressed with mm-hmm. just the these ladies and their hunger for truth. Right. And the fact that they were even willing to ask Mm -hmm. and reach out and say, hey, could you guys come and help us like answer and and look, look at scripture. We want to know what scripture says Mm -hmm. about, and they gave us a list of questions and it was really, it was one of the highlights. It was so cool. Yeah. Of of being here, uh, working on staff at Bethlehem, just the the opportunity that we had to to go do that. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Very good. So I will commit to God's word as the foundation. We've got a couple more here. The next one is I will commit to pray for our group. Mm -hmm. Somebody talk about Mm -hmm. that. Well, when I was thinking of it, just just initially, this is real simple. We can build on it. But, um, you know, who's praying for the individuals in that group if I'm not praying mm-hmm. for them, right? I just think about that. I mean, I think yeah. about that in my marriage, and then I think about that in the, the rooms and the people that I see every si- single day. You know, if I'm not praying for them, then then who's praying for them, yeah. right? That's really So at a very simple level, I guess that's kind of where yeah. I start with that. Yeah. Well, I think just practically, I think it, you go in with that mindset that what can I give? That's everybody can give that. Mm-hmm. Like we can we can go we can go to God on behalf yeah, of other right. people all semester long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And He's given us this group to do it. So maybe bring an extra notebook and take the time to make sure you have everybody's name and just say, Hey, I'm gonna be praying for you this week. What's the way I can pray for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And jot mm-hmm. it down and then mm-hmm. follow up as you're committed to going to the group every week, go back and say, Hey, I prayed for this this week. How did it turn out? Mm-hmm. Or I'm still praying for this or however you want to do mm-hmm. it, but it's a commitment and to do it. And I would, again, just practically speaking, get your little notebook, um, write names and write prayer requests and just watch what God does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is cool when you do write those down to look back at the end of the group and say, wow, look mm-hmm. at all these prayers that were answered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so even before you you may not have met yet for your group, but even now just pray for your group. And pray for the yeah. people that are going to be there. And obviously each week prayer requests come up. And so just be intentional in those. I know it's easy to say, oh, I'll mm-hmm. be praying for you, but actually pray for them. Yeah. 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 And Not it's just so say encouraging. It. Like mm-hmm. when people, I've told people before, the most encouraging text I get from my wife sometimes is just one that says praying mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That means something to me. Yeah. Yeah. And we can That's do right. that for other people as well. We can yeah. do it with people That's we're in a true. group with. 
Yeah. I, I think too, um, I, especially if you're leading a group um, and uh, la- ladies, I'm going to speak to the ladies for a second. If you're hosting a group in your home, sometimes we get the, feel the pressure, like we've got to make our homes look perfect or, mm-hmm. you know, smell perfect or whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to do. And you think you, there's all this pressure, you got to cook a, a great meal or all of this, but really set all that aside and spend some time praying for your group mm-hmm. before people arrive before yes. your the 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 group arrives pray for them pray that god moves in their hearts and and just prepare kind of it prepares you mm-hmm. as a leader but it also just prepares the atmosphere of your your home um and it's it's so important cuz i think sometimes we can get sidetracked and we get the busy you know yeah. martha mentality yeah. and and yeah. and instead we need to sit at the feet of jesus and just ask god that he come in and and just prepare your yeah. home for the group. That's good. Yeah, like you're, you know, you're approaching the the relationships of the group, and then yeah. before the group time, you're just a participant. You're going mm-hmm. into that group, you could pray. You know, uh, I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. You know, I believe in 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 what supernaturally can happen in our time together. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's good, and it's humbling because it's we have the whole checklist b- beforehand, right. but it's like. Yeah. It's really not if the up Holy to me. Spirit doesn't doesn't move. <laughs> yeah, my candle that I light is not right. going to really. Yeah. The brownies <laughs> you make aren't going to mean anything. But unless it's one of Dustin's candles, <laughs> he's got Come some on, great candles. Come on, you know I, I do think one of the quotes that we've kicked around a bunch of times in residency is uh, an anonymous pastor who said, we can do a lot of things other than pray, but we can't do anything until mm-hmm. we pray. You know? So give it give it priority. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's, it's I think not, sometimes, go ahead, Lauren. I was just going to say, it's not the last case scenario. It's not mm-hmm. the last That's it. effort. It's, yes. it's the best thing you can do. Yes. Like it mm-hmm. is the most powerful thing mm-hmm. you can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and last year I was walking through like a really hard season of grief and I, I just felt so alone. And then my small group leader, I was in a Mm. women's small group and she just one day randomly said, Hey, I just want you to know every morning when I walk, I pray for my kids and I pray for you Mm -hmm. every morning. And like that had such an impact on me. It like, I don't know. It just made something click that like, Oh, these people really do care about me. Like these people really do love me. These Mm. people really are like going to battle on my behalf. And it's just Mm -hmm. something as simple as that as praying for people, but it really did switch something in my mind. We're, yeah. we're with you. With yeah. you. To, to yeah. get, there's the Community. together again. Community. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. I, I just think a, a text, you know, I, I pray for a lot of people, but rarely do I tell them that I'm praying for mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not get into that habit mm-hmm. of yeah. letting people know, hey, I, I prayed for you today. Mm-hmm. Now don't tell them that if you really didn't pray for them. <laughs> <laughs> don't lie. But pray for them and then yeah. just send a quick text. Hey, I'm praying for you right now. That's powerful. Yeah. yeah. All right. One more here is I will commit to act on what is discussed and agreed on in the group. I will commit to act on what is discussed and agreed on in the group. We can hear a lot of stuff, Mm -hmm. but if we're going to go back to James Mm 1, to not Mm -hmm. just be hearers of the word, Mm -hmm. but to be doers of the word, um, that's a commitment we make Mm -hmm. going in. That God, whatever you show me this week, Mm -hmm. I'm going to figure out a way to act on it. Mm -hmm. And maybe you just have to bring that up as a group at the end Mm -hmm. to share and lead it, whether you're the leader or a participant. Okay, we've heard that. So what are we going to do this week? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's the application piece of this, right? Yeah, that's and that's always you can learn and 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 read and study and and uh, and talk, but until we apply it, that's when it really that's mm-hmm. when uh, yeah. that's when it makes a difference in our mm-hmm. lives. Mm-hmm. And I, <clears throat> to give permission to others in the group to keep you accountable mm-hmm. to that, yeah, mm-hmm. would be great as a yeah. participant to yeah. go in and say, "Hey, I want you 
to keep me accountable mm-hmm. to do the same things that that um, that we've agreed upon yeah. that we're going to mm-hmm. do. Because yeah. that's where you're going to see growth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's For what sure. takes things from a book club or a you know a ladies club or whatever it may be. Those things being good, but that's that's the step that takes it into like life changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that kind of radical um, of the Holy Spirit working in people's lives. Yeah. And yeah. it's not just a one time a week meeting yes. it's you're doing life together mm-hmm. you're texting someone on monday morning saying they're praying for your meeting or on wednesday night when you know you're dropping off the kids for the first time or whatever it is knowing and remembering those things whether you're a leader or a participant oh they mentioned this on thursday let yeah. me set a reminder and re- reach out to them and do life with each other and be vulnerable in that yeah. i'm thinking aaron what you said earlier just about you know how many people are already committed to you know they've signed up at least to be mm-hmm. in the group, and um, I'm excited for just thinking about the connections okay. that are going to be made for them. You know, mm-hmm. uh, how many people they're going to have to, you know, Lauren. To your point, they're going to be at their side that they're going to get to do life with, mm-hmm. and it's not just the group time that's allotted for the week. Yeah, I'm so excited about that. That's I, this has been such I, for me as a, a, a being a group leader and a member of a group. This is such a great content to remember and to be intentional. It helps mm-hmm. us be intentional, yes. set the goals mm-hmm. of our group. So real quick, we can run through them again, just in case you missed one. Uh, we're going to enter with a what can I give perspective over a what can I get perspective. Uh, number two, I will prioritize the group. Number three, I will keep coming back. Number four, I will be real, vulnerable, transparent. Number five, I will commit to God's word as the foundation, truth over feeling. Number six, I will commit to pray for our group. Number seven, I will commit to act on what is discussed and agreed on in the group. It's good stuff. I'm excited about this semester. I just think about what if... What if everybody who listens to this podcast, including us in the room, said, hey, let's do that. Yeah. Yep. Let's go into it with that kind of attitude yep. and get the most out of this group. What what would God unleash? What would mm-hmm. he what would he, what would happen? What would transform? What would change? I think the I'm just excited about yeah. what could possibly happen. I'm so. excited cool. too. And I want to hear some stories. I think it'd be really yes. cool to do a podcast on some of the cool stories from yeah. this semester from our group members. So Angela, how would they contact you if they have a story they want to share? They can contact any of us on the discipleship team, but you can email me, Angela, at BethlehemChurch.us. We'd love to hear those stories. Perfect. Yep, send them in. Yeah, send them in. And Pastor Kevin, would you mind praying for our groups? Pray us out. Mm -hmm. Pray a blessing over our groups this semester. Yep, love to. Father, thanks for the time. And we pray for those that are listening that you just be with them right now um, as they drive or walk or run or just sit and listen. Father, we're excited about what you're doing here in our church. I'm honored that we get to to do community together and serve you together and live for you together. And we pray, Lord, over all our leaders and all our participants in groups this semester. God, I ask that you do something that only you could do. That would be something immeasurably more than we could ask for or even imagine. Mm. And God, we go into it expecting great things. Again, not because we're great, but because you're that kind of God. You are are a great father. You love us and you care for us. And we can't wait to see what you're going to do. Thanks for the opportunity for us to to serve each other and do life together and bring glory and honor to you. It's in Christ's name that I pray. Amen. 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 Thanks so much, discipleship team. And thank you for listening. As always, to Beyond Sunday, we will see you next time.